Media. As consumers, we are bombarded by it at every turn, like the Incredible Hulk being bombarded by gamma rays. But what makes some media endure, while others are banished to the forgotten black hole of obscurity, never to be heard from again? Who or what decides this? Hetero life mate Steve and Yehel want to know, and they want to know now. This is Obscurity Now. 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 Yeah, hell. How you doing? Doing good. Is this the actual podcast or are we just doing another test? <laughs> oh, this is the real deal, baby. Real deal. Oh. <laughs> uh, say, I, I've got a little problem. I was uh, looking around in my, what were those books that have maps in them called? Um, like a topographics? Yeah. No, a map book. It's like, <laughs> it's got a name. I don't know. But I was looking around. I was trying to find where exactly slam city was but uh oh. i didn't have any luck uh, you think you could help me out it's uh located in the recesses of uh, scotty pippen's imagination i, <laughs> I assume somewhere uh around mile marker like 1993 <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> all right hello everyone and welcome to uh obscurity now uh, my name is steve and with me is my co-host yeah, hell. How, how are you doing, Steve? Oh, I'm doing great. We're sponsored by Mike's Hard Lemonade now. When you want to uh, remember being an elementary school student and then also get drunk at the same time, it's Mike's Hard Lemonade. What a ringing endorsement. Uh, well, I am feeling smooth <laughs> like butter. Nasty. <laughs> Fingers. <laughs> Look, I've got them too. I mean, oh, wow. How do you earn that nickname? You know what? I don't even want to know. I don't want to know. Oh, they, they explain it. Do they? Do they? Kind of. Uh, well, I mean, I've got, uh, I've got the back of the box here that tells you about all the great players. Of, you know what? Let's back up a little bit. People might be a little bit confused about what exactly <laughs> Slam City is. And no, it's not a delightful small town in the Midwest. <laughs> it is a <laughs> um, sports game. Um, let me get my notes here. Yeah. Exactly. Um, that was an FMV game, in fact. Uh, and it's the first sports game that we're covering. Isn't that special? <laughs> yeah, the first of, I'm sure, many. Uh, I don't <laughs> think so. Sorry. See, I'm glad you brought up sports. Or maybe I brought them up. What do you think of non-pro wrestling sports? <laughs> well, Steve, uh, I'm not into them. I just... Uh... I think they're for losers. Uh, <laughs> I, I get why people are into. It. I mean, I like watching hockey in person. Mm -hmm. I've had like fun at like a hockey game live. Uh, right. But I don't know. I actually, although in the '90s uh, when this game came out in '94, I was uh, into basketball. Hey, me bas too. Basketball. Me too. Um, or at least I think I was. I don't know. <laughs> it's like something like all the kids, you know, everybody was into. So I, I don't know if I really was into it or. Whatever, but yeah, and I was a big Chicago Bulls fan, as I believe uh, 90% of the country was at the time. Oh, not me. I hated the Bulls because they won every time. Uh, but, um, I mean, and also, my dad raised me to be a Boston Celtics fan. <laughs> uh, wow. And I do have uh, fond memories of uh, before, you know, I decided that 
real sports really had no bearing on my life um, of like watching classic uh, Boston Celtics uh, matches, matches, <laughs> games, matches. <laughs> matches. Well, you know, if Larry Bird was really good, he would have had his own FMV game. <laughs> Remember when Larry Bird and Michael Jordan locked up in the center of the court and one of them gave the other a <laughs> suplex? I mean, that was just classic. Yeah, stuff. yeah. Uh, yeah, that was, was a classic basketball suplex city and that and eh, see not slam city Ugh. suplex city anyway steve uh <laughs> so this game that we're covering uh what i'm a dad what you don't like my dad jokes <laughs> no no steve <laughs> all right me either me either okay so anyway uh on to uh, some facts here about slam city with scotty pippen it was released november of 1994 on the sega cd uh, the 32X, but you had to have like both of them in order to play it. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah. It was it was one of the few 32X CD games. There weren't a lot of them, and they just had uh, generally more colors, basically, and less dithering. Right. Video. How dither you? <laughs> I don't know why I said that. <laughs> my God, <Steve. laughs> what is happening? With you well, my computer is dying, and so is my sanity. Um, I, I mean, Steve, some of these insults that you're lobbying out, these jokes. Might have been just bad enough to get onto the Slam City uh, screenplay. Are you saying I have a chance to work with the Tom Zito, executive producer of Slam City, among other classic FMV games for the Sega CD? I mean, I'm just saying, Steve, you're you're right up there with uh, the man that wrote the line of "I'm going to drink you like milk." <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's what the uh, basketball opponent says to you before you begin. Your, I almost said match to your <laughs> basketball game. Juice says that. I'm going to drink you like milk. Right, right. What? <laughs> Before we get too far into it, what is your favorite or a couple of favorite like uh, sports video games, non-wrestling or fight oriented? Um, well, growing up, I really liked NBA Live 95, I think it was, mm-hmm. on the Super Nintendo. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like Blitz a lot. Um, I, in fact, I still like play blitz to this day. Like sometimes when I stream with my buddy, we will play the, uh, the dreamcast version, mm-hmm. uh, together over the, the power of the internet. Whoa. Parsec, but, uh, never, yeah. never heard of it. Um, now I like, uh, to, well, I like the more arcadey over the top ones. Um, yeah, I like, uh, NBA jam. I love same. Nothing's better than, uh, busting out with a boom shakalaka in 2021. Yeah. Um, because people still know it. Uh, and of <laughs> course, uh, the, probably the best football game I've ever played uh, mutant league football. Um, oh yeah. Yeah. That's good. Which is a lot like NFL blitz, right? I can um, see like that blitz is, uh, or maybe more of like the NBA jam of uh, football. Well, yeah. I mean, well, the newest version of modern of mutant league football mm-hmm. is a lot like blitz basically. Oh, is it, you mean mutant and, uh, football league? <laughs> Mutant Football League, sorry, yeah, I was mixing yeah. up, but uh, yeah, it's on Steam. I, I played it like not too long ago, and like Tim Kitzrow, the guy that did the, the voice from NBA Jam, mm-hmm. he's doing like voiceover work for them. Nice, nice. Uh, so, yeah. uh, did I tell you I drank with him? <laughs> you did not, no, no, at a convention, yeah, ended up drinking with him, and I got some uh, voice. I, I have like him like introducing me, like recorded. Like in his voice, going wrestling with gaming. Oh, he's nice. on my stream sometimes. That's awesome. Did so. he? Uh, did he dither you? <laughs> <laughs> Got him. 
Got him. Uh, <laughs> I'll take that as a yes. All right, moving on. Okay, so it was also on MS DOS. If you wanted to play it on MS DOS, produced uh, by uh, your Bill Gates. Yeah, produced by Digital Pictures <laughs> and the following people. None of them have interesting names, and we're, I don't know, if they're interesting, you can chime in. Some dude named Tyler Johnson was exec- executive producer, as well as Sherry Little. She's actually quite large, I've heard. <laughs> Jonathan Wells, Kevin Welsh, and Gordon Wolf. He's hungry, you know? Like a, like oh a something. God, the, uh, you know, we, I know we had some technical issues mm-hmm. like before we got started, but I think they may have driven you... Uh, <laughs> insane <laughs> possibly possibly uh, oh and this is important music by john baker and some person named jelly bean benitez um jelly bean benitez was actually uh a somewhat well-known producer at the time from what i understand I figured and of course we should throw in that uh, uh scotty pippen the number two man in uh in all of basketball he did his own rapping in the opening theme, which mm-hmm. we're going to hear here in a little bit. And uh, the cinematography here was uh, done by one Stanley Kubrick. No, that's not true. It's <laughs> Paul McElvain. I'm sure he never worked in the business again. Um, or <laughs> <laughs> a lot of these people like on the production side basically worked on other digital pictures, motion video games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I figured. I mean, I... And that's it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> then they never worked in this town again. Um, yeah. All right. Uh, did you have the... Uh, family. They were killed by their own families most of the time. <laughs> wow. Someone's <laughs> making it dark. <laughs> um, wow. And, uh, okay, oh, also directed by uh, Ron Stein, uh, Ben Stein's brother, you know, the clear eyes guy. That's not true. Really? Nope. That's uh, not true either? Okay, good, good. And uh, No real information on this podcast. No, no, no. Just funny, well, attempts at humor, that's all. Uh, yeah. And uh, writing credits, and there's just one, Don Scott is responsible for this uh, Shakespeare, Shakespearean style screenplay. Uh, yeah. Would you like to take the cast, Yehel? Sure. Not a large cast. Uh, Scotty Pippen, of course, is himself. Mm-hmm. Keith Gibbs is Ace, which is who you play as. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're the basketball player named Ace. Real lame. Um, then we've got Malcolm <laughs> Ian Cross as uh, Fingers. Um, <laughs> he dithers people with them. Yeah, <laughs> they should have had a character called Dither. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> yeah, but obviously he didn't work on this game because there was very yeah. little dithering at all. No, there was a. What do you mean? There was a ton of dithering. Uh, I don't think I know what dithering actually means. Anyway, oh uh, well, you know that grainy look of Sega CD because it can only display so many colors at once, so mm-hmm. it dithers the colors. Um, okay, so anyways, back to the cast. Keith Newbert as the highlight, in my opinion, of the game, Mad Dog. Oh, yeah. Like, he was pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dana Wilkerson, that is Juice. She is the one that says she's going to drink you like milk. <laughs> um, and Thwan Nance as Smash. Basically, a bunch of people you've never heard of. There's a few mm-hmm. more people. Cyrus Farmer as Smooth, uh, who I... I don't even think that they call him smooth in the game, mm-hmm. uh, but he's named. Um, there's a guy, Abdul. Th- this guy actually has a pretty good IMDb, uh, li- a pretty large list of IMDb credits. Abdul Salam 
Al-Razak. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's got 40 credits. He was recently in Grey's Anatomy a couple years oh, ago. good for him. So he's still doing stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was on Becker. I don't know if you remember <laughs> I that. I remember that show. He was in Malcolm X. Um, he was on a show called Generations, not to be confused with Star Trek The Next Generation. Uh, <laughs> oh, just kidding. He was in an episode of Star Trek The Next Generation, the first season, as a bass player in the background of one scene on the holodeck. Wow. Well, I would love to, you know, Let me try to play the bumper here for you. No, don't, don't worry about it, Steve. Right. Rip! <laughs> He's on he's on uh, TNG for like uh, 30 seconds. Well, I mean, he did play the bass, though, on Star Trek. That's pretty impressive. <laughs> In my yeah, book, yeah. at least. <laughs> yeah, I had to go real deep for a Star Trek connection this time. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, and that's pretty much the cast. Uh, mm-hmm. And that guy plays G-Man, who uh, is uh, the guy at the end that like is like, hey, I've got a contract for you and, and 10 million pairs of Nikes. <laughs> Um, but yeah, yeah. Um, I guess we can dive into the game, Steve. Yes, I suppose we can. Welcome to your feature presentation. And here we are at the Obscuratron. And what we're going to do here, this is a little different than what we normally do here at uh, Obscurity Now, where Yael and I basically give the good and the bad of a piece of media. We're actually, since we can watch this and not get any copyright strikes or claims against us, we're all going to watch it together and pick out some hilarious moments. And then at the end, we'll decide if this should be remembered till the end of time or tossed into the... uh, the vat of obscurity. Um, let me see if I can get this thing to work. Oh, there it is. All right, fantastic. Uh, this is actually from the world of long plays. If you'd like to watch the entire video yourself, which is a great YouTube channel of just people playing video games all the way from the beginning to the very end. Yeah, uh, this is the, the titular theme song we were talking about that scotty pippen raps mm-hmm. you know it's i don't know it's not terrible it's typical no it's it's very 1994 yeah. uh harmless and, and honestly like i mean i'm not the biggest rap fan in the world but scotty's serviceable yeah. you know yeah yeah well you know anyone can do it <laughs> maybe <laughs> <laughs> yeah can you talk maybe you can be a rapper <laughs> right right exactly yeah i i don't i've, I've never been too impressed by but it's rapper. funny like i just wonder if um you know scotty pippen is very you know milk toast and i just think it would be funny if you like got his like rap album he's just like yeah fuck everything kill the cops yeah <laughs> like what scotty please <laughs> No. Yeah, the closest that this song comes to that is there's like a, a verse, uh, some bars, Steve, mm-hmm. that say if you're committing to hard hitting, good riddance, because ain't nobody taking stick from Scotty Pippen. <laughs> stick? Nope. What is? I, I I don't know. I feel like whoever wrote the song and all the dialogue has never been in a situation where there's actual aggression involved. Oh no, this whole thing was probably like you know. The screenplay writer, uh, Mr. Ben Stein, or whatever he was. Oh God, like that's that's highly embarrassing for everyone involved. I'll say. 
the dancing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm sure these guys have never played a game of street ball in their entire life. Um, yeah. I've probably played more than they have. <laughs> um, looks like we got some I people in the that, chat. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Steve. I was going to say, it looks like we got some people in the chat here. Uh, Gabriel... Caviness? I can't. It's so Caviness, caviness. Yeah, yeah. He says, Slam City with Scotty Pippen. Now there is a name I haven't heard in a long time. Yeah, so first we have Fingers. Mm -hmm. Who I feel like out of all of the people that you play against mm -hmm. and the even the woman that like they do these cutscenes to like the crowd that's watching reacting to you play. There's like a blonde who I guess is like your love interest. Yeah, uh, that is so. I love how you have to play to win her affections because I can't yeah. remember telling you how many meaningful relationships I've had because I won them over in a game of one-on-one. -on -one. <laughs> well, Steve, I mean, the harder you go in the paint, the harder you go in the bedroom, and uh, the ladies know that. I thought you were going to say and the harder you go in the paint, the harder you go in the taint, which sounds... That doesn't work at all. I mean... Yeah, no, that doesn't that doesn't work. Uh, <laughs> but uh, anyways, so fingers is like oddly sexual in some of the things that he says. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> like when he's like, "All right, you ready for some? Come get some." There's the man right there. <laughs> uh, I have yeah, this... Mad Dog is amazing in this. Uh, yeah. It's like he's the only one aware that this is just some stupid hammy stuff. Sure, and he just like freaking goes for it um, yeah yeah he um yeah he acts like a i feel like a wrestler a wwf wrestler um from the 90s um and <laughs> i love that because he's posing for pictures yeah yeah fingers by the way did you notice that uh, in this game like there's a lot of um and i know you played it to yourself a mm -hmm. lot of shot clock violations yeah um i have to say like okay well i guess we can get to the like the ratings a little bit later and still just enjoy the the hamminess of it all um but yeah i mean just in the very beginning when they're going through like the cast of characters and they go up to fingers and he just goes fingers for for no reason <laughs> like I mean, has a guy ever done that to you while playing basketball? I mean, that never happened just, to me. Uh, just in the ring, brother. <laughs> um, but, now, uh, see, that I, I did see that makes sense. Uh, I did see um, in the chat, uh, Stika said, oh, God, these games were unplayable. Uh, how dare you? I I'm a big fan of the uh, Tom Zito FMV games, such as... Uh, actually, Night Trap is probably the one I like the least, but uh, like Corpse Killer, uh, this one... Uh, Supreme Warrior, um, uh, I forgot. Quarterback Club. They did a football game. They did an FMV football game. Wow, that's awesome. And Mad Dog is in it too. Nice man. He was really working for a while there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, my question uh, for you, I meant to ask uh, earlier, um, but uh, what do you remember? The first FMV game you ever saw slash played, and maybe the first one you ever owned. Yeah, the first one I played and owned was Mega Race uh, on the PC. It came with my 486 uh, computer, my first computer, so I remember it really well. Mm -hmm. I had been, you know, at that point, they had, like, been in magazines and, like, I don't know. I remember 
it was like the screenshots, you know, like look cool. It was like real graphics, you know. Right. Um, but then you would get the games, and sometimes they wouldn't be that great. <laughs> right, and that's uh, okay. So the first FMV game that I ever owned, I could say, because like <laughs> I'm sure you remember, I'm uh, quite the fan of a Devo, and um, in the '90s, like. <laughs> They released a, uh, a CD-ROM game called The Adventures of the Smart Patrol, which of course is like this insane, like whacked out, this Devo, like FMV point and click adventure. And uh, mm. it was just so hard to like figure out anything. Um, and then when you would get to like an, an FM, I remember there was a, um, you had to play some weird game that they invented. And basically, you just had to like click in the right space at the right time, and then you would get a goal. And that's how I kind of feel about this. Like, as far yeah, as I was just gonna say that, yeah, I'm like, because I just played this for the first time last night. Like, I I don't even remember this one on the uh, Sega CD from back in the day. But you know, I wasn't really interested in sports games in the slightest back then. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, and as I was playing, did you? What's up? But did you read the uh, seven-page instruction manual <laughs> before you played? I did not. I did not. Um, oh, okay. Okay. So I don't know if that's truly fair. To the you know, I'm deducting 100,000 respect points. Oh, man. The, uh, the sound of the respect clock is so annoying. It sounds like yeah. uh, clattering bones, like, like there's a skeleton <laughs> or something uh, that comes well, up on the court. And, and and for those that haven't had the pleasure of playing this game, the respect clock, you you can see the tally there in the center, the lower center of the uh, video here that's playing. And basically, the goal is you, you want to go through these four basketball opponents. Um, and once you get up to one billion respect points, one fucking billion, <laughs> who came up? <laughs> what a weird amount. <laughs> Anyways, and you get respect points by like scoring, beating your opponents, things like that. But um, you, once you get to a billion respect points, then you can face Scotty Pippen. <laughs> uh, and the weird thing about this is that you don't need to... Uh, yes, Stika, the pleasure. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the weird thing about this game, or I guess it's kind of cool, is like it comes on four discs, okay? And each disc has one of the, the players on it, basically, like the data for the player. But every disc also has Scotty Pippen segments on there. Mm -hmm. um, and... If you want to, you can just pull it. You can beat the game by just with one disc. You can just keep playing the same fingers all over, you know, or whatever. Right. Uh, until you get to a billion points and then do uh, the boss battle against Scotty Pippen. <laughs> do you think he, does he throw a Hadouken or Fireball or anything like that? S Scotty Pippen? Yeah. He doesn't have the uh, personality to. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> he just, after. Scotty Pip After he beats you, he just like gives you a disc wrap. Or wait, no, it's not called a diss rap. It's called a what is it called? You're a you're like a rap guy, diss right? Diss track. That's it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm so white. <laughs> yeah, but uh, the game, like, so the basically the way it plays out is, um, if I remember right, you can set how many points the the you know each game will one on one game will go up to. But um, it plays a lot like Supreme Warrior. If you've ever played that, you're in the foreground there in front of a video basically of whatever your opponent's doing. Mm -hmm. um, I didn't replay the game for this, but from what I remember, like there's specific ways to block, 
Uh, there's specific ways to try to steal, and you have to basically do it when the, your opponent is doing a certain thing on the video. That's why you'll right. see, even though there's like multiple different videos of your opponent dribbling the basketball, they always kind of make the same movements. Um, anyways, so successfully, you know, shooting or successfully putting in the input to steal will trigger the video to cut to that happening. Right, right. I just, uh, I mean, of course, like, I praise all these FMV games for their innovation at the time, but still, it's so weird. Like, if you cut left or drive uh, to, like, the left side of the, um, of the court, it's like you can't go back around. You're, like, stuck there. Um, yeah, yeah, just like in real basketball. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> this is, yeah, this is, this game is for people who want to experience street ball, but are just too afraid to actually go out and try it themselves. <laughs> well, I, I will say, like, the game, I, I feel like it controls better than Supreme Warrior, where, but they're both similar, where you have to, like, kind of be very precise about mm -hmm. what you're doing. I feel like this one's a little more forgiving, like Supreme Warrior. I don't have you. I don't know if you've ever played, but it's the fighting game, right? Like nah, they're, never they're had Mortal the Kombat pleasure, basically. yeah. But it's like this, and except your opponent, uh, it's video of them like trying to hit you on the left side or the right side. So you have to like block specifically to that side or whatever. You can only hit them when they've got oh, their hands open, that kind of stuff. So mm -hmm. you have to be very precise. Sure. Um, and uh, it's more like a kung, fu, like an old school kung fu movie. Mm. Um, but uh, what did you think about this set that they built? Oh, I mean, it looks like the set of. <laughs> do you remember that Nickelodeon show Roundhouse? I loved Roundhouse. Yes, <laughs> me too. Yeah, I was like, yeah, this was after they were done here. Roundhouse came in and did <laughs> did some more roundhousing. Um, but yeah, yeah, the I mean, Roundhouse it, theme song is a lot better than the theme song for this game. Though. Right. Oh, and uh, yeah, speaking of the music, I. All right, so you know it opens up with that Scottie Pippen rap that you know sounds pretty cool. It's obviously like CD stereo quality. And then we get Toe Jam and Earl for the rest of the game, <laughs> which uh, I mean, I'm okay with. I love Toe Jam and Earl. It's just kind of a, I don't know, bait and switch. Weird choice. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I don't know. I, I mean, you know, Toe Jam and Earl is funky. They want to try to have funkiness. The Sega Genesis like sound chip is very nostalgic for me. Uh, and I think that this music is actually okay, but... Since this is a Sega CD game, uh, did they just not have room for the CD quality soundtrack during the FMV sequences? Uh, I mean, it's just... I can't imagine that. I, I, I think they just, they're using like the, my, my guess, because it has that distinctive Sega Genesis sound, mm -hmm. but they're running the music through using like the regular sound right. chip on the uh, Genesis console. To save room? Uh, why? <laughs> Yeah, I, and I think part of it too, Steve, that like throughout the game, um, like your opponents will like talk to you while they're dribbling, right. and that's just like you know dubbed in. So I think like the CD audio <coughs> track is being used for that for whenever like you know Scotty Pippen's dribbling in front of you, he says "Come on" right. or whatever. Uh, so I think like that's why because that channel is being used for that, and then so then they're using the regular. Sega CD or Sega Genesis uh, FM channel sound chip for. The Are music. we still on fingers? But that's my guess. Let's uh. <coughs> yeah, we're gonna <coughs> skip around here a little yeah, bit. Sorry, I drank my Mike's Hard Lemonade too fast because I'm just so street. Um, you just can't hang. Uh, right, right. I 
as I'm gonna drink you like a Mike's Hard Lemonade. Not very well. <laughs> Here, we'll watch. Look, did you see this um, guy? He's like picking his ear at the end of the. Yeah, I have him in my notes. Isn't this Smash? You play him later. Well, this is the end of um. Oh. <laughs> <coughs> like butter, baby. I wish. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's so weird. He just like digs in his mm -hmm. ear. And then he's just like amazed at the amount of wax he pulled out. Like, what? Why? Yeah, I'm sure like the director was just like, oh man, that'll be so street if you just dig in your ear a little bit. It, it definitely feels so street. It definitely feels like something that they just like threw in at the last right. second on set. Well, I will say that I'm sure this was a blast to shoot. I mean, it seems like everyone's having a great time. Yeah, except for the maybe the people playing it at home. <laughs> But, uh, <laughs> well, but the people making it. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, here's the man here, Mad Dog. Um, not to be confused with Mad Dog McCree, although it would be funny if he no. played both roles. Man, that shot there where you have to do the rebound, like, just feels so wonky, like, to use, for yeah. lack of a better term. Like, oh, man. The, yeah. um... <laughs> This guy, Mad Dog, has like some uh, great lines, though. Mm -hmm. um, he, you know, he's like a classic meathead, lunkhead sure. type. Sure, he sure. really leans into it. Like he's, he has this line where he says, "I'm gonna do you like I do my homework, quick." <laughs> <laughs> and, like, and, and that's a Mad Dog. Um, that's kind of like one of his trademarks, where he'll say something stupid, and the last word he just yells it. Right. Right. Uh, right. Like, like when he says, uh, when I'm done, you'll call me daddy, sir, please. And I'll be like, no. <laughs> <laughs> then he dithers you. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, but, but, uh, yeah. And then like when, uh, whatever fingers gets a shot clock violation mm -hmm. and they cut to him and juice like hanging out and he's, she's like, uh, oh, well, you already talked about it when he says that. She says that comment about how he's like always taking too long right. with the ball. And he's like, those girls, he's possible pitches. <laughs> I love uh, in um, in the back of the box, which I'm unable to access at the moment for Mad Dog here. The last uh, bit for his um, bio or whatever is white men can jump. Which he says during the game, right. too, like if he dunks. Right, right. Like, like, like he, I, and I think he says like a really long version of it, like while hanging off the rim where he's like, Oh, who said that white man can't jump? Like, it's like a whole sentence. Right. <laughs> and he's just hanging. That's there. like all I remember about the early nineties is that white men can't jump. That's it. Nothing else. I've never seen that movie. It's uh, good. But I'll, but I'll tell you something funny. So it's a Spike Lee movie or as Spike Lee calls them a Spike Lee yeah. joint. Uh, and I'm pretty sure in one of these uh uh digital pictures games which is the company that made this mm -hmm. game you know they always start off like a movie with the credits and tom zito the guy behind digital pictures the the brainchild he'll always have his name in the opening credits you know it'll say like a something by tom right. zito one of them says and i can't remember which one says a joint uh, a tom zito ah. joint, <laughs> which I, I think is just ridiculous That's funny that's great. He was uh, really propping himself up to be something there. Yeah. Um, Tom Zito, like, man, I remember he, he has an interview that he did in, like, Edge magazine in the 90s. Mm -hmm. And it was, like, towards the end of the FMB era. Like, I think at this point, we were, we were already on the Saturn, which has some of 
digital pictures games on it. But uh, basically, like, the guy interviewing him is kind of a dick about it and, like, kind of just ask some, like, aren't, aren't you afraid your company's going to go out of business because nobody likes FMV? Like, questions like that where it's like, what are you doing, you know? So then, like, he's real defensive. So it's like this really crazy, weird interview where he's, like, talking about how FMV is still the future. And this other guy's like, yeah, but uh, darn, isn't your wife going to leave you because you think oh, that? Oh, <laughs> I mean that's uh, an actual question. Right, right. You I know, gotcha. Stuff like that, but that's like the oh, last sorry, digital pictures yeah. video. Oh, so sorry. Last thing, I I, I know a lot. I know too much <laughs> about Tom Zito and digital pictures. Like Tom Zito likes taking pictures of nude women and putting them on his website and calling them art. Sure, sure. Whatever. That's what he does. But uh, the last game digital pictures made never got released. But there was like a playable demo of it, and it's really cool. It's still FMV, but it's like an FMV first-person shooter mm. kind of with Jasmine Bleeth and they had worked out they came up with a technology where you could like move your character within the video mm. Mm. Um, and have some depth and you could like go and hide behind stuff so like it was actually like a really it looked like maybe an innovative title but they ended up going uh, out of business before it actually got released oh, that's too bad um, yeah I was thinking back to like the first time I ever saw like fmv and i want to say it might be like dragon's lair in the arcade but even before that i remember i went over to this kid's house like i don't know when i was like seven or eight and he had this uh system and you put vhs tapes in it and then you shoot like the live action mm -hmm. video do you happen to know what system that is by any chance there's a few there's a bunch of those actually mm -hmm. Uh, and some of them were like were only for one game. Well, I remember he had a couple. Uh, but here's the kicker. Yeah, th th I I can't think of any other names, but there's a bunch of those systems. But the kicker is like most of those systems, Steve. <clears throat> they came with like some kind of player too, sometimes as part of it, and you didn't need. You, you could basically play almost all of those on a regular VHS right. player. So it's not uh, real so. FMV, right? Like it wouldn't be considered real FMV. Well, I mean. It's not really that different than what, you know, these FMV games are doing, which is switching from video. Like, actually, Night Trap and Sewer Shark both started off as VHS games oh. for uh, a product that was going to be called uh, the, Pro the Nemo. Uh, and basically, it was going to be a VHS-style system. It was going to be more advanced than a lot of those other cheaper ones that mm. came out. Because a lot of those other ones are just basically, like using light gun type technology right, to work right that's what um, i remember like this one was gonna yeah this one was gonna have like a control and that kind of stuff but they had basically worked out a way to have more uh like video tracks like per tape side mm -hmm. um and some system for like switching through the video very quickly um but yeah like this th this game uh wasn't one of the ones that start off as a vhs thing because this is like once they were already doing cd stuff right but, yeah, like Night Trap and Sewer Shark were all were filmed and produced before the Sega CD was even like a thought in anybody's Whoa. mind. Sewer Shark was like done like in the 80s. Nice. Like I've noticed on um, in the Switch store, there's actually a few. I don't know. They don't call them FMVs, but they're like movies that you can control. Um, I've never really gotten around to checking them out though. But it reminds me of like. Yeah, I mean, they're FMV games for the most part, you know. I mean, you know, to me, any game that's like relying mostly on full motion video right. for its right, right. content, I consider an but FMV game. It doesn't have game, the charm but... of the 
of these graphics and the Sega Genesis sound chip. <laughs> yeah, and, and the acting in this is like, like they have like a pimp. Oh, I've uh, seen it, yeah. Who for some reason is a bookie mm -hmm. also. It's a guy dressed like a pimp, but he's a bookie. He's just like running bets, but he's only like, oh, betting a dollar? <laughs> like, remember, he's like, I'll bet everybody here a dollar that so and so is going to win. It's like a dollar? Right. Yeah. That's funny. Um, Dang it. You know, do you know whose favorite game uh, this actually is? Who? Somebody we, we know, uh, Sasha. Do you know why? Why? Because of the respect meter. As you know, uh, you have to put respect on its <laughs> <laughs> Nobody is going to get that except for like you, me, and maybe one other person. Yeah, but. well... I hope it was worth it, um, but I think everyone. I, I, I tried finding the song just to like play it. <laughs> so, so anyways, you you beat the four opponents, or you get a billion points, mm. however you choose to do it. You watch a bunch of dumb cutscenes where people are reacting to mm. you. Some of the cutscenes are funny, mm. like there's a guy who's like constantly trying to hit on a girl who later tries to hit on the blonde girl. It seems like, and she's like, "Oh, I'm engaged, engaged to Ace, apparently to you," which is like, because <clears throat> at the end of the game. She wants to go celebrate with you when you get your contract. So you, you beat all four opponents or you get a billion points, whatever. And suddenly, like, this guy offers you a contract, uh, the guy from Star mm -hmm. Trek. Uh, and Scotty Pippen shows up. And they do, like, this long panning shot of him walking. Like, just the camera's just on his feet as he's walking, like, right on those Nike logos. Oh, we need to find that. And yeah. you're, like, thinking to yourself, oh, uh... Okay, that's kind of weird that they're concentrating on his shoes so much. And you think like that's it for the Nike advertising. But then this guy literally opens his van and it's just like a, a, a van full of Nike shoes. And Scotty Pimmons is like, oh, now that you've got a contract, you can wear Nikes like me. Uh, and uh, they make you sign this contract for like a professional player but they just keep talking about how great it is to like wear nikes now yeah i wish there was a way you could like put in your own response like uh, i don't know scotty uh, can i go check out the factory to make sure the people making the shoes actually have good working conditions and then he would just be like <laughs> oh 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 man watch me sink a three-pointer like I, <laughs> wow oh i see we have stri sorry i see we have stry here in, in the chat, uh, I think he <laughs> he says uh, I only hit on blondes, which I think is one of the lines mm. uh, from uh, from one of the cutscenes. Uh, yeah, thanks for showing up, Stry. Appreciate yes, thank it. Thank you. But uh, yeah, like, and, and actually, the if if, if you want to, I don't know if you if you can, Steve, fast forward to just like a little bit of that Scotty Pippen cutscene because sure, let's take a look. Uh, it's towards the oh, end. Yes. Uh, of that video, it's probably like around the so 55 you just five minute. Want to watch the, like the the Nike stuff? Uh, I mean, I mean, just just you can just start it from the Scotty Pippen stuff, and we can have it playing in the background. You want to just start it from Scotty Pippen? Sounds good. And what about? I mean, should we? Do you want to check out some of the other characters, or should we go back to them? Or, uh, I mean, well, I, I was just thinking cause I'm already talking about Scotty, but yeah, uh, yeah, we can sure. Talk about let's go to Scotty, and we'll come back. All right. So like we just won. Uh, we definitely weren't watching someone else win. We did it. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, these are some of the characters from the reaction cuts. Right. And they, it's amazing how like they celebrate, and uh, then like Scotty Pippen though, like he ends up being like super dejected. <laughs> well, see, Scotty Pippen doesn't have any emotions. Didn't you know that? 
Mm, I see, I see. <laughs> well, that's so awkward. <laughs> what do I care about their relationship? Um, yeah, I, I don't know why why they did that, but hold on. Let me um, see if we need to fast forward a little here. No, no, he's coming up. He's coming right up. I feel like um, Humpty Hump and Digital Underground should be involved with this. Uh, here he is, the man from Star Trek. So yeah, everyone's congratulating you. Um, I think the blonde girl has like changed into a dress or something. Mm -hmm. That's. <laughs> hey, let me see if I can. I'll turn this up a little. <laughs> oh shoot! It's actually him, Chicago Bulls number two player. <laughs> Of those steps, ridiculous. I want to touch him. <laughs> yeah, like I get th this. It's like Jesus coming right, to town, right. basically. Oh, oh, Except boo! So this guy's like a scout for the NBA, I guess. I love how he just never <laughs> blinks. He looks you right in the eye. <laughs> right. See you on the court. Scotty Pippen with uh, all of the charisma of right. a uh, wet towel. Deal is a deal. Me and you. So is Scotty Pippen the Brutus the Barber beefcake of professional basketball? Oh yeah. I don't know. I mean, his acting, he makes like Michael Jordan look like Anthony Hopkins. Well, I don't mean in the uh, sense of acting. It's like, you know, Michael Jordan is Hulk Hogan and, you know, Pippen oh, is a number oh. two. You know, oh, I, I mean, you you can't say like I, I would say Pippen's more like Randy Savage. Yes, not, not all right, yeah, that's cake. much better. Yeah, I mean, Pippen was awesome. I mean, Pippen would have been like you know the number one guy on any other right. team in the league. Oh yeah, there's no argument here. Um, he just happened to be on a team with the greatest basketball yeah. player of all oh, time. Oh yeah, I was. Um, um, I actually watched that documentary that came out. Should we uh, the last dance? Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. It was uh, it was fairly interesting. I mostly watched it for <laughs> for the dancing. No, no, watch it because uh, Sandy wanted to. They really love basketball in the Philippines. Uh, look at him. He's all sad. <laughs> He's all sad. And how Mad Dog <laughs> and then Mad Dog says, "How could you do us like this? Like when? I know <laughs> it makes no sense." All right. Um, yeah. I will say, though, like, it's weird how, like, uh, Scotty Pippen is, like, the easiest guy in the game, pretty much. Well, he's an easygoing uh, guy, you hell. Oh, yeah, that, that must be what it is. <laughs> I, I do have some additional information about the shooting of this. Please, uh, us. This game was filmed over just seven days. Oh, I couldn't um, tell. And Scotty. Freddie Pippen was only there for two of those days. I see that. Uh, so, you know, that probably explains why his he's easy to beat because there's not a lot of footage right. of him. Um, so, like, you don't have to, like, get as many points to, to, to beat Scotty Pippen. I, I also noticed that everybody else, the other four opponents, whenever they get a shot clock violation, which is often, 
they like cut to a cutscene of them being like just befuddled that it happened. Like, what? What? What is you time? You better check your you know? watch. Yeah. yeah, but Scotty Pippen, anytime there's a shot clock violation, like like a class act, he wants everybody to think he is. He just says okay and gives you the ball. <laughs> like, there's no cutscene of him like throwing a fit. Just, uh, make sure you say no to drugs. <laughs> Always do your homework. Um, but uh, yeah, the uh, that I, I think out of the basketball players themselves, uh, Juice she ends up playing, um, or maybe at this point she already had played for the uh, for some college, and then she went on to play professionally mm-hmm. uh, in the women's league at the time. Uh, this is like pre WNBA. Right. Um, then uh mad dog he actually has a few other credits where he like did some writing and directing and um uh was an actor in a few of the shows the guy that plays ace he ended up being used in like basically every basketball movie ever (laughs) after this he's in uh blue chips uh he's in that dog basketball movie um, Airbus, Airbus. <laughs> I think, or whatever. Golden Receiver. Well, hey, that's the football one. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, he actually was kind of like Hollywood's go-to guy, like whenever they need some basketball we stuff. We might have to do an Air Bud movie one of these days. I've never Me seen either. them. Uh, any of them. I, I don't think that they're going to be good. No, I don't think so either. That's why we need to do it. <laughs> uh, all right. But, uh, but, but yeah, I, I love the set that with though. I think mm-hmm. it's like uh, perfect for the night. Like man, it's yes. so nineties, yes. but it's like pretty well put together. It's huge too, yeah. which I like. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not street ball. I mean, but I could see why they wouldn't want to shoot outside. You know, you got a lot of variables there with the weather and everything. I mean, this so is- I read about that. So you're pretty much on track. They built a set because they wanted to, because they were only going to film for seven days. Right. They were going to basically film all day and night. Mm-hmm. So they wanted something where they could control the, the lighting at all times. Sure. That makes perfect sense. Wow. Hmm. Maybe this was less fun to shoot than I thought if they were shooting all day and all night. Uh, I mean, maybe they had like one guy come in for 12 hours and swap them out. It's like, smash, you're up. Now it's your turn, mad dog. While the crew's over there like dying. But whatever. That's how it rolls. That's the life they chose. I mean, that that kind of is. Yeah, that kind of is how they did it. Uh, The only person that had to be there for everybody's shoot uh, was Ace for some reason. Right, right. Uh, Even though like he's obviously green screened in, you know. But they right. wanted him uh, there for everybody's shoots. I guess maybe if they need decided, oh, let's do a reaction shot with yeah. you. And he does film stuff with all of the people, like, too. We want to get your natural reaction to having a three shot in front of your face by a white guy. <laughs> he, uh... Some of the shots you take in this game, you're basically doing like three pointers from like half court. Oh, I've seen. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's right. And I mean, not to mention the like ridiculous, I don't know, flying slam dunks where you're basically like supermaning through the air. Like, uh huh, uh huh. And like basically, like if somebody was too slam dunk like that, they would land on their neck. Sure. Oh yeah, they'd be dead. <laughs> Get that weak stuff out of there. But uh, yeah, what, what did you think overall uh, of your playthrough experience? Like, if you had, if young Steven had gotten this game in 1994, would Steven, the at the time basketball fanatic, have uh, enjoyed it? 
Um, I'd say, I mean, it'd probably go the way it is now. I would give it an honest shot. And then, you know, when I realized that I kind of didn't know what I was doing and had to read a seven page manual, I probably would have moved on to something else with like shooting, probably. Um, mm. I mean, I don't know when it comes to when it comes to video games, I just not really into sports games. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I'd pick it up, play with it a little bit and then never probably never play it again, to be honest. Yeah, I think that's my biggest problem with this game is that there's no replay value right. in it, really, uh, which is kind of like the issue with FMV games in general. It's very rare that you get a game with a lot of FMV with a lot of uh, replay value. That's an FMV game. Well, there's some. I think Thunder, Thunder in Paradise because there's so many different cutscenes and there's a few different endings. Mm -hmm. You know that has some replay value, but this, eh, it's gonna be the same thing every time. Like I remember the first Sega CD game I ever actually played was uh, Super Shark, and I, it took me a while to realize that you know you had to like go down the right tunnel or whatever mm -hmm, so they were trying to impose i guess re replay value i mean what do you think i mean it's kind of off topic but what do you even think about sewer shark uh, i mean i liked it when mm -hmm. it came out uh i thought it was like you know real neat mm -hmm. or whatever you know because it was like a novelty and sure. that was like that was the first sega cd game i played oh wow um, brothers sewer shark yeah, well, brothers you know, Oh, <laughs> it was uh you know the pack-in game for a while too so right uh for the sega cd but yeah i mean i liked it um i played it again a few years ago and it's okay i mean you just have to know where to go basically right um so it's not like super difficult especially in this day and age where you can just kind of pull it up but i will say i'm very impressed though with the video how it switches so seamlessly from tunnel to tunnel right in sewer shark um, and even this game, because the Sega CD was a single-speed CD-ROM, which is like nothing, right. you know, and still switches video like really fast. You know, the game doesn't like slow down to load or anything. Yeah, I mean, I think uh, you know FMV should still be, like I was disappointed after Resident Evil One when they moved to like polygons. I mean, for some games, I'd say it works for them, but like Resident Evil is a zombie movie you know you're supposed to have bad acting in it and i like i love the horrible <laughs> acting in resident evil one um but uh oh the, the terrible voice acting yeah no no they had remember they had actual fmv in resident evil one. Oh yeah yeah wasn't it like in black and white or no, something no no i mean it was it looked like this or basically you know slightly better i mean there was a you know there was still lots of games that though fmv wasn't their main thing they still had like cutscenes and stuff. I remember like cutscenes. Yeah, yeah, I remember I played a Command and Conquer on PlayStation, and it had mm -hmm. FMV stuff, and it just yeah, it had a lot. Of it makes scenes. it so much better. <laughs> but I don't know. I guess the industry decided yeah. they wanted everything to be, um, you know, polygons and CGI and stuff, um, which is under understandable. When you first were lamenting. When you were first lamenting uh, Resident Evil going to polygons, you said polygons like polygons, like an old man who had just heard polygons? of it. Polygons? <laughs> no. Well, all right. Maybe, that was a mistake. A slip of the tongue. But they're polygons. I just already. thought about 
I just thought of old man Homer yelling, uh, the clouds or whatever. <laughs> These polygons. Lousy polygons. I miss the FMV days when men were men and dithering was dithering. <laughs> um, Back when a man knew how to dither a yeah. woman. <laughs> now that's a t-shirt there. All right, let's just jump to the last character we haven't seen, which is Juice. Look at that. They're so into diversity here. They have a female basketball player, and here she comes. I wouldn't say they're that into diversity if there's only one female No, no, very player. diverse for the time, Yehel, for the time. <laughs> oh, man, I think this is like the bare minimum for the no, time. No, you're right. But, uh, I mean, honestly, they've got a pretty good cast of characters yeah. in general, though. I think, like, like I think everybody's, like, uh, well cast. Mm -hmm. you, you, you know what I mean? Like, um, you don't think, like, Oh, here's the token, you know, white guy basketball player, or here's the token anything. Like everybody, like seems like they cast them based on like, you know, what their skill set was. I mean, Smash is probably like the least interesting mm. one, but he's also super tall, and I think he's supposed to be the hardest player. Right. Well, you know, so that kind of makes obviously sense. you had to be able to play basketball first. Like if I'm writing the uh, like right. the casting notice for everyone in Hollywood uh, like Tom Zito Studios is searching for like number one you know ability to play basketball but then also you know the ability to like ham it up to like an almost cartoon level yeah <laughs> I think I think the ability to act is like 10th on their list sure of, uh... yeah absolutely the ability to like make a make a latte or something that's like number four <laughs> The ability to uh, work for 16 hours a day for little to no pay. <laughs> yeah, well, that's still a very uh, um, used requirement out here in Hollywood. After yes. Oh, I'm flying like uh, I'm I'm leaving the the box on the uh, the stream. Oh yeah, that's been. Uh... Um, <laughs> Where are you going, you hell? Maybe it was because I waved my hands around. Yeah, well, when you ran but, your uh, fingers through your hair last time, that's what happened. Oh man, OBS can't handle the power Me of my, my, my freshly washed main. Are going to be spending a lot of time together after this is done. <laughs> There's going to be a lot of dithering yeah, involved. That's <laughs> <laughs> just what I was going to ask. Uh, <laughs> yeah, like I, I feel like Juice might be the either her or Smash are the worst actors. Mm -hmm. uh, like she seems very uncomfortable delivering but then again would you be comfortable saying i'm gonna drink you like milk and like that's supposed to be like some kind of insult oh, i would love to say some crappy dialogue like that <laughs> but that's well that, you well, and i are well, different actually yeah, yeah maybe you're not a good example right. steve you and i are not a good no. examples because we're like hammy you know idiots right. but uh you know if you're if you're like someone that's not an actor sure. you know and all you do is play basketball and you're brought in to do this right 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 uh so yeah, she seems uh, not so. Like uh, it's like an AEW wrestler trying to do a promo. Oh man, I don't know. I, I think most of them uh, do pretty. Well. Uh, I mean, I think there's but like I a, uh, I don't know. It's like you like there's like five guys who are like always on the mic, and then others like hardly even get. They're just like, eh, you don't need to say anything. You just go in there and do your little flifty doos anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, well, uh, there's a lot of flip-de-doos in this I game. Uh, a lot of uh, flipping dunks. Uh, you know, like basically Ace, from my calculations, Steve, I believe he has a vertical leap of 32 <laughs> feet. Uh, yeah, that Ace <laughs> is amazing. 
Yeah. Um, all right, let's uh, skip ahead a bit. Um, hey, man, I can't even see a shot clock. Uh, excuses, Juice. Come on, you're better than that. We'll just go to the end of Juice. How about that? I mean, does that get cool to you? Yeah, it sounds good. <laughs> you sounded dead. I don't know why I said you sound like dead, that. <laughs> dead inside. You're like, I'm sick of this racket. Uh, for anybody who's interested, though, in learning more about you know, the behind the scenes of this game or just uh, the digital pictures of F&B games like Sewer Shark and all that. There is a 20 minute uh, behind the scenes look, uh, kind of a mini documentary that digital pictures themselves made way back in the 90s. It was like an extra that came with some game. I can't remember. But um, yeah, just look it up. Uh, digital pictures behind the scenes, uh, something like that. And it'll, it'll come up. And uh, yeah, it's really interesting. They like show, you know, they have some interviews. Uh, there's some s clips from this uh, game being filmed behind the scenes. Steve, but what is happening to me? You are you are don't even say anything. Drinking me like milk and <laughs> uh, but uh, but also uh, you'll definitely want to check out one of Yahel's video videos on the Wrestling with Gaming YouTube site, where you basically did like a, a documentary about Tom Zito and digital pictures, right? Yes. Yes. Uh, yeah, it's. I think it's a pretty interesting video. Uh, I've got lots of clips uh, from like an audio interview he did too to add, help add some context. Um, it explains like the history of where these games came from. Mm -hmm. uh, it, it's actually a pretty fascinating story. Um, but uh, also, if you want to only learn about Slam City, there's a video by the channel Genovi, J E N O V I. It's about a 10 minute video covering Slam City. The history behind it, like the making of it, some behind-the-scenes tidbits, and yeah, I really recommend it. It's a really well-done video. Mm -hmm. The opposite of this live stream. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, all right. It's time to uh, decide whether Slam City with Scottie Pippen should be remembered until the end of time or if it should be tossed into the black pit of obscurity, never to be heard from again. Mm. Uh, you want me to go first or uh... uh yeah why don't you go well you went first last time i'll go ahead and go um i'm all for the preservation of fmv but when you get right down to it as a game it's not really that fun and kind of forgettable as we said in the live stream you could maybe play through it once and then never again um so i'm gonna good god i'm gonna have to say mm, probably toss it into the black hole of obscurity yeah i uh i'm gonna have to agree um and i like fmv games uh the problem with this one is almost like it's not there's not enough of the bad cheesy cutscenes right. thrown at you right. um and there are like and it's weird because there are a lot of like cutscene segments but you see a lot of the same cutscenes sure. over and over again um and i think they probably would have liked to have thrown in more of them but they obviously don't have that many right since you end up seeing you know quite a few repeats so um yeah i would have to say i it's not a game I can recommend to somebody. Maybe I could say, hey, look up a video 
just showing the cutscenes or something. But right, you could yeah, unless you're a diehard Sega fanatic or uh, a diehard Pippin head. <laughs> uh, is that what they call them? A Piphead is what they're called. Uh, I don't. Yeah, know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Piphead. I, I feel like that's like a racist slang in some country. <laughs> I don't like that. Uh, I, I don't feel good about that. <laughs> too late. What's done is done. And what's also done yeah, but, uh, is this podcast, I would say. So all in all, uh, it, this one's tossed into the black hole of obscurity. Is that correct? Uh, yes. Yes. All right. Beavens have spoken. You are obliterated. Well, uh, is there? How's your? Uh, how's the video going? you've been working on uh pretty good i'm down to the i'm editing the last page of mm-hmm. it uh it's, it's taken a long time because unfortunately some of these 3d scenes have taken a long time to render uh i did one last night that was only 535 frames and yet it took uh eight hours to render wow uh so uh, yeah you should get the lawnmower man to help you with that stuff <laughs> I've got a pretty high-end uh, computer and GPU, but um, unfortunately, these scenes are so complex. They're as complicated as a Scotty Pippen rap. <laughs> uh, yeah, I wonder if he ever did any other... Let's check this out. Let's see if we can... Yeah, he has an album. Yeah, the, the one where he swears sure he profusely an album. and yeah. <laughs> tells kids... Yeah, no, no, no. Unfortunately... <laughs> You're making me think of uh, when MC Hammer did a gangster rap album. Oh, for I remember some reason. that when he was just Hammer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Hammer, do hurt him. Uh, <laughs> that was just when he was desperate for money and to be relevant again. Yep. Oh, well, yep. I think that is going to do it uh, for Obscurity. Now, oh, I forgot. There's some stuff that I worked on. There are two new Tim's Toy Box uh, videos. Uh, edited and produced uh, by me, one where he takes a look at, he got himself a hold of uh, Snake Mountain, you know, Skeletor's uh, playset mm-hmm. or an original one. And uh, that was pretty cool. And before that, he got himself. Damn, I used to have that as a kid. Yeah, because you were spoiled rotten, you were. Uh, yeah, we were, the, we were the, my dad was the king of Puerto Rico. <laughs> I didn't know you guys had a king. That's so interesting. Yeah, he was. It was my dad, <laughs> King Velasquez. Hmm, it's got a good ring yes. to it. Uh, and then in the other one, he got himself a couple of uh, street sharks. They're totally jawsome. Oh, nice. So yeah, there'll be uh, yeah. links in the description for Tim and uh, Yehel's channel, so you guys can check out more about uh, Tim Tim Zito. Uh, What's his name? Tom Zito. Tom Zito, right. sir. Please, please put some respect on his name. He's a visionary, a filmmaker, an auteur. Right. He's the he's the Stanley Kubrick of FMV. I mean, you can't really say that otherwise. Uh, but yeah. uh, anyways, he got fired from a company by uh, Bushnell, the guy Nolan Bushnell, the guy that created Atari. Oh, nice. Uh, I wish I could put that on my he's resume. Still, he's still pissed about it. It's great. <laughs> Fired by Shigeru Miyamoto. That's what I want to put on my resume. Yeah. Uh, I, 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 you know, I normally don't push my video, Steve, but everybody should check out my video just to listen to what Tom Zito sounds like. He sounds like he has the voice of like Kermit being like <laughs> just having his neck kind of squeezed lightly. <laughs> but uh, very unique, unique voice. <laughs> well, just hearing that description was pretty hilarious. So uh, 
Anyway, uh, make sure you uh, like and subscribe if you're watching this on YouTube. Um, share. Um, e- God bless Either you. way, if you're watching it on YouTube, Twitch, or via podcasts, because you could always use a few more listens. Uh, otherwise, we will see you uh, next time, next Sunday, at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern, only on Obscurity Now. You've been enjoying Obscurity Now, a podcast that's recorded live to tape and broadcast to Twitch, Facebook, and YouTube. Take us with you by following the download links provided in the show notes. And take notice of our various social media links, if that's what you're into. I'm not here to judge. And make sure you join us live next week at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific, as we continue to discuss more obscure media only on Obscurity Obscurity Now. Now.